What is happening, beautiful people? It's your host, Mr. D713 with Everything Culture, the podcast for all cultures, the podcast with the purpose. Our mission statement comes in the words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And that is he believed that men hate each other because they fear each other. They fear each other because they don't know each other and they don't know each other because of segregation. And because of segregation, we have miscommunication. So this platform has been built on the pillars of respect, communication and consistency so we get to know each other so we can love one another. We have a segment called The Makings of You, where we have our guests to come on and we have a one-on-one conversation with them. And we ask them about their childhood, their upbringing, their perspective on life and points of view. Then they come back on with a panel of all our other guests and we have a discussion about hair, makeup, child welfare, beauty standards, you name it. All things to deal with culture and things to deal with life because that's how we can have growth, conversation, and understanding. Make sure to check us out on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes. Make sure to follow and subscribe. Also go to our website where you can find the rest of our content as well as our merchandise at everythingculture.com. You can find us on social media, on Twitter, Facebook, IG, as well as TikTok. We're all over. But we want to say thank you so much for your support. Thank you for your love. And if you'd like to be a guest, make sure to go to our website at everythingculture.com and go to contact and leave your information and we will follow up with you soon. Thank you so much. God bless. Peace. care what anybody says i i i am part of the last of the true kids and when i say true kids i am part of an affiliation of a certain gangster nation that is real knees okay kids that really played outside from 9 a.m till about 6 18 p.m. before their neighborhood lights came on because that's what their moms told them. The ones who know don't be running in and out of my house. The ones who know you could come in and get one snack. No, I ain't got money for the ice cream truck, so don't come in here when you hear it. The ones that says, don't you come in here without your brother. Don't you come in here without your sister. Um, and no, you can't stay over nobody's house. And don't be running across the street without looking. The fact that I am the last of the kids who are allowed to be out the house like they had a nine to five. But we were out the house playing we were out the house on playgrounds. We were in like forests. We were in the laundry rooms of buildings playing um, manhunt. We were up and down steps. We were slamming people's doors. We were in and out of corner stores. We were crossing the street and not getting hit by cars and trucks by chance. Um, I'm not going to talk about the time I got hit by a car, but I'm just saying, I would never allow my child to leave my house at 9 a.m. and come in the house at 6 p.m. and me just hope all day while I'm in the house doing my own thing that they good. What?
You know how insane that is? And we lived in Philly. We lived in Baltimore. We lived in Maryland. We lived in Florida and Georgia. And my younger years were in Philly, Baltimore, and uh, Maryland. My preteen teenage years were in Florida. Florida is too hot to be walking up and about and going in and out of places. Like, you really have to know what you're doing today in Florida. In the city, you don't. In the city, you just out and about, riding your bike, doing whatever. Um, might get something from the ice cream truck, you know what I'm saying? Might get me a SpongeBob pop, might get me a bomb pop, might get me a hot um, sausage. Um, what else did I used to get? I used to get the Tweety Bird and eat her eyes out. Um, I used to get them g- bubblegum cigarettes. Cigarettes is nasty. How y'all be smoking cigarettes? Yuck. Took me one time and I was good. Okay. Good money. Yuck. Could never be with somebody that smokes cigarettes. Are you crazy? Ew. Um, yeah. So today I want to talk about the TV portion of my childhood. I want to talk about 20 of my favorite shows as a kid that really helped me develop my style, my interest in history, my interest in color, my interest in why I wear and do my hair a certain way, my interest in animation, my interest in art, my interest in humor, my interest in um, just like weird shit. Like, let's talk about the shows I like to watch as a kid, okay? Some of them are not appropriate. Some of them are, and some of them is just like, why were you watching that? And a lot of them I was watching because my brothers was watching it and they beat me to the remote and sometimes physically beat me and beat me up to get the remote. But I be fighting back sometimes, but I haven't fought in a long time. But let's just get into it. Welcome to She Gets a Pod, y'all. It's me, Mario. So I'm going to do 20 to number one. And I don't think y'all going to be able to guess what shows is going to be next. Some of them I'm going to go in details about. Some of them I'm not. Just just roll with your girl. Okay, for number 20. This show right here, she's a great singer. She can still sing her butt off in 2023. Um, her style is versatile. You never know what height she's going to do in a song. She's a great actress. And she had her own show. Coming in at number 20, I used to watch Moesha faithfully for many reasons. The music, the clothes, the family dynamic. Um, it had me made me it had me wishing I was an older sister. But in real life, like I'm the youngest of like five boys. Like, mm, yeah. Number 19, but I love that show. It's the famous Jet Jackson. And I'm so mad that that fine man took his life. All right, Peter, him. But yeah, he committed suicide. But the famous Jet Jackson, 
I used to watch that show faithfully. I know my cousin Sim used to watch that show too. So that's coming in at my 19. Number 18, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay, it was funny. It was quirky. She was the first white girl that with a real nice ass that I ever seen. Yeah. Um, Supreme, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I used to watch that faithfully too. Uh, this one right here is my mom's doing. I used to watch for number 17, Allie McBeal. Allie McBeal was quirky, weird, funny, adultish, but if I ever wanted to be a skinny white girl that can wear whatever she wants, that character, that main character right there would be it. Like, she looked like she weighed nothing and she worried about nothing. But she was just so awkward. But yeah, Alec McBeal would be it. Let me fix this spell check. Fixed it. Save draft. All right, who we got coming in next? Number 16. Ooh, I love this show so much. So many different actors and actresses on the show that I still love in different movies and shows. Freaks and Geeks. Did y'all watch Freaks and Geeks? Freaks and Geeks was my show. I loved how it started. I loved the music. I loved the shit that they would deal with. It was just like real teen high school shit. It was like a great show to prepare you. Um, next show that I used to watch is Felicity. My favorite brother got me hooked on Felicity and we would watch it together. Um, it was just like a real chill, you know, white kids matters <laughs> type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Um, next show. Zena the Warrior Princess. Oh my God. Yes, that's my number 14. I used to watch Xena the Warrior Princess a lot. And she was just like a great Amazon body woman out here handling her shit. Throwing them bows. Just like I was throwing them bows in the house with my brothers because they thought they was about to boss me around. No, you not. Um, so Xena the Warrior Princess. Yes, I watched that show. Next show is just pure comedy, left and right. Um, I want to say the first time I seen a very out gay man on TV, just comfortable. Will and Grace. Um, for number 13, Will and Grace. I used to watch Will and Grace faithfully, Okay. And I used to be so intrigued by the relationships of the friends on there. And it was just, like, really cool. And it's just like, damn, if I lived in an apartment and my friends lived in the same apartment, too, this was this would be what's going on. And it was just so cute. So, yeah, I really enjoyed Will and Grace. For number 12, <laughs> Batman the Animated Series. Are you kidding me? I remember when McDonald's used to do like the collection cups and I had the Batman collection cup. It was clear. It had like these cutouts. If you collected McDonald's um, collections when they would come out with meals and stuff, you know what I'm talking about. I used to have the cup. We moved so many times. I don't know what happened with the cup. But yeah, 
that show right there, I used to watch and enjoy. And my brothers used to be like, okay, you watching this too? Okay, so we don't have to fight? Okay. And we would just watch it together. So Batman, the animated series, coming in at number 12. Number 11. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Turtle in a handshake. Yeah, I used to watch that. No problem. Faithfully. You know, don't fight me. Fight your mom. I used to watch that. Now, they trying to make a comeback now with these new kids. But these new kids is just like, ugh. What is that? Uh, but yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I watched it faithfully. And the movies when they came out. All right? Uh, number 10. <laughs> if you know, you know. I watched this, my brothers watched this, and my mom and dad watched this, okay? And we would watch this before I had to go to sleep. Doogie Hauser. Doogie Hauser was this young boy who was very smart and smart enough to become a doctor. And he was a doctor in the hospital doing adult shit. Doogie Hauser had me feeling like a child failure, okay? So, yeah, I used to watch Doogie Hauser. Number nine, okay? This is my me and my youngest brothers doing Voltron, bitch. I used to watch Voltron, okay? And I used to enjoy watching Voltron. And it was a time, okay? It was a time getting lost in the living room watching Voltron, okay? Number eight. I watched this a little bit when I was older. Uh, Parenthood, okay? Parenthood. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Z. Is it Zamaria? Something with a Z. I used to get all of my hairstyles I used to tell my mom to do from watching her. She used to have the most cute, swoop, um, straight hair, um, cute ponytails, half up, half down. And I used to get my ideas of how I wanted my hair to be done for school by watching Parenthood. Okay, it was cool. It was great content. It was interesting scenarios and it was a good show. I loved it. Number 7, this show still scares me to this day. Um they try to make it new with new people. I don't like that shit. I like the old episodes, but the girl used to binge X-Files because I really think that there's another realm that other species be coming through and they be on here on Earth and weird shit be going on. And I just felt like that was the way that the government was telling us where shit be going on. We just don't tell y'all. So we're going to put it in a fictional show and make you think that it's fictional, but it's really not. So, yeah, the girl used to watch X-Files hard. Okay, you know how people be like, yeah, I want some wings fried hard. I used to watch X-Files hard. And when I would watch it at night and I would be by myself, I would have to turn on all the lights and instantly flip to a commercial of something funny because I needed to change the mood in the room. Um, Coming in at number six is something like it, but a little, a little bit more. The Outer Limits. Do y'all remember The Outer Limits? Boy, I used to watch the fuck out of The Outer Limits because I just felt like, yeah, this weird shit be going on. When my brothers used to play um, with his friends in the neighborhood in Maryland, 
where our apartments were in Laurel were so huge and there used to be like so many trees and forests behind the buildings and the apartments. He used to go through the buildings and apartments with them white boys and uh, and them Asian boys that he used to play with. And I used to be bored. And that was, I feel like that was their way of getting rid of me because they knew I didn't want to go all the way deep in there. There is a different kind of fucking quiet in the middle of a forest as a little girl that creeps you out. That just gave me the feeling like, Chantal, you're not supposed to be in here. Go ahead and turn back. Go back through the buildings. Walk across that busy street. Go back up that hill. Go through those apartments right there. And then go to the playground that's near the, your apartment building. I would never allow my girls to be roaming apartment buildings, forests, crossing streets by themselves with how the world is right now. Like, they are kidnapping your kids while you're in the grocery store and shaving off their hair and changing their clothes in a bathroom stall. Like, how did my mom just think, oh, it's cool, go outside with your brother, I'll see you at 6 o'clock? What? Insane. But, yeah, the outer limits used to creep me out. But that kept me, like, with boundaries as a kid because I was just like, no, I saw some freak shit yesterday on the Outer Limits. And the beginning started like this where it was mad quiet and it was like some type of alien-ass shit going on in the forest. And I don't need to be in here. My skin is a little bit too melanated. So I knew better. And I'm glad I was exposed to these type of shows as a kid because it, it parked me. Okay, so sometimes let your child stay up and watch some shit that's going to scare them a little bit. It's going to make them learn some motherfucking boundaries. Um, Coming in at number five, y'all already know this is a good one. But after these messages, though, after I tell you about how to support me, after I tell you about where the shop is, and after I tell you about these table topics... <laughs> Just so y'all know, a great way to support podcasters is simple. It's about finding out what else they're into. A lot of podcasters are not backed by a major company giving them opportunity after opportunity and giving them millions of dollars. But shouts out to them. For the indie podcasters, the ones that do it from the ground up themselves or with a small team, we need support. And the way that we can support a podcaster like myself and others is by finding what else they're into. If you go to shambypodden.com, you will find that I'm also providing help to other people who want to podcast or, you know, fine tune their podcast to figure out how to go ahead and market it on different platforms. Because I truly believe that podcasting is 20% of podcasting, actually physically doing the episode. And the rest is marketing and, and content and research and getting to a new audience while keeping your consistent audience with you. And the way that you can support me is either by buying a book for yourself or someone else that's in podcasting or buying some merch on She Gets It Shop with Teespring. That'll support me. That'll support the show. Dropping a review and letting other people know your thoughts on the podcast, where to find the podcast, 
reviewing and sharing a post that I post. A lot of people like to sit and just let me follow this page. That's just not active supporting. That is just like, let me just watch what they're doing. Actively supporting someone is watching them consistently show up and actually reposting and sharing and letting your audience know that, hey, this person over here exists. They're dropping something good. I enjoy it. Check it out for yourself. Every time someone supports me, I appreciate it because you don't have to. I really created this podcast out of nothing, out of thin air. And I'm so glad I'm at 20 seasons. And I want to thank you guys for supporting me. Continue to support and I'll continue to keep giving you content. Now back to the show. Thank you for listening to the show. It will continue. Pump your brakes. But I just like to say... um. One of the best things for me as a podcaster is to see other people's thoughts about something I shared, something I said, um, something I gave. And so the best way to do that for me is by going to your favorite podcast app and making sure you leave a review on the episode that you liked or the podcast itself and give feedback. You can do it on Apple, you can do it on Spotify, you can do it on CastBox, you can do it on Radio Public, you can do it on Good Pods. I love hearing feedback and I would love some new feedback for this new season. Um, I am trying a couple of different things and I really want to focus on what people think and why they keep listening, you know? But keep that in mind. I'll continue the show and let me know what you think. So I know I've been doing the saver stack a lot for the shows, but I'm going to do a throwback one. I'm going to go back to the what would you do stack from Table Topics. You could go to tabletopics.com, buy your own stack, but don't forget to use my code SHAMBYPODDEN in all caps, okay? Now, the first question, which is going to turn into a whole discussion. Would you hire an undocumented worker? Honestly, if I have a big company that needs a lot of man labor, yes, I would. You know why? Because this country did not have documents for people that they took out of their homes and brought over on ships. Um and took out loans on their property, on their bodies for, and got free labor out of them for years. So who the fuck are you to say that this person came to this country because their country wasn't shit, or their environment wasn't shit, and all they want to do is work And make money so they can support themselves. I'm allowing them to work and I'm paying them just like I would pay someone who lives in the United States. Fuck off. Because a lot of small areas in the United States have children working in factories. And they don't give a fuck. So stop. This is I hate how this country, the United States is what I'm speaking about, acts like they really give a fuck about illegal shit that's going on until they can get a piece. Shove that shit up the fuck up your ass. And yes, I would pay them. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Yes, I would pay them. Um, this is a next controversial one right here. Good question though. 
Would you continue buying your favorite brand of clothing if you learned that child labor was used to make it? Yeah, I would. You know why? Because a lot of times the environment and the countries that these people live in, that's the only way that those people eat. Should they be in school by U.S. American standards? Yeah. But can their families afford to put them in school? No. Do they even live with their parents or do they live in the street? Who knows? How can I control that over here? I can't. And do you know why America doesn't have a lot of their factory jobs? It's because it's these fucking millionaires and billionaires that own these fucking companies said, you know what? I can go ahead and keep my company here in America, but then I would have to pay them at least minimum wage. But the type of work that they, they need to do, I'm going to have to pay them probably $22 an hour. I want to keep some more money in my pocket. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to close down the motherfucking factories in the United States and I'm going to take them all the way over here to China or I'm going to take them all the way over here to India and I'm going to pay these people 25 cents a fucking day. So who's the problem? Is it me as a employee working in the United States with high-ass rent, high-ass groceries, Kids um, having to pay all these fucking bullshit-ass taxes. The problem of why I'm trying to buy clothes for my kids and myself that I can afford that just so happen to be sewn and put together by children in other countries? Or is it these fucking millionaires and billionaires who have their fucking companies who want to pocket more money into their families and their motherfucking pockets who don't give a fuck about children working in their motherfucking factories who's the problem oh okay i think i think it's the millionaires and billionaires get the fuck off my dick and leave me with my 20 dollar outfit because it looks cute because if those factories and shits wasn't over there, bitch, we wouldn't have to worry about why the fuck kids is in there working. I'm telling you, dog. I will never be in politics, so I don't give a fuck about what I say that's political. Because everybody in politics is fucked up. Everybody in politics is fucked up. So that got a little heated. <laughs> Let's continue, though. I meant everything I said. Um, coming in at number five, the girl used to be on the couch, the floor with snacks. Okay, Lucky Charms with two cubes of ice and cold milk and a big old spoon. Thank you. Watching what gargoyles? I used to watch gargoyles by myself. Or with my brother, if he wasn't in trouble, right? That's a good show, okay? And you can still go through Philly, especially downtown where they have those old-ass buildings and see those uh, sculptures of creatures just sitting on the side of the building. So I knew this shit had to be real. Because why the fuck would y'all put that up there? Gargoyles. Gargoyles was a good-ass cartoon, all right? Coming in at number four is the reason why a lot of kids was running from school up blocks across 
intersections with or without the crossing guard, rushing home, running up them steps on the stoop, busting through the door, not saying nothing to their mom, washing their hands, peeing, and making sure they got there by 2 o'clock. I think it came on at 2 o'clock. Motherfucking goosebumps. Now, the reason why we were rushing is because we didn't have DVR. We didn't have where you can pause the TV. We didn't have a way of going on the internet and looking up the show that we missed. If you missed it, you fucking missed it. And I think one or two episodes came on, if I'm not mistaken. But I would be rushing home. Well, first I would leave school. I hope my brother waited for me. Most of the times he didn't wait for me. I would go to the corner store after school, go get me some chews or some um, soft, bigger square now laters in a brown paper bag. I used to get uh, $2 worth, run home, get to the big intersection before my street on um, Cedar Ave. And hope that a cross guard was there to help me cross the street. Or I would look for an adult to cross the street and I would follow them because me crossing the street was hit or miss, okay? Extra on the hit. <laughs> um, we're not going to talk about that. But, and I would make it home. Sometimes I would catch it. Sometimes I wouldn't catch it. But Goosebumps. A girl used to watch Goosebumps. Um... Coming in at number three, this one right here was such a fucking gem. And if you wasn't on it, shame on you. If you was on it, you'd probably rock out. Uh, Erie, Indiana. Erie, Indiana was about this um, preteen boy who rode his bike and would always find himself in weird shit that's happened around this new town that they're in. And he had like a younger sister, his Mom and dad was very aloof to what was going on in the community. But yeah, the way that the show came on was hella weird. Um, if I had to describe it, it remind me of some... If I had to put it in like a a tangible style, it would be some dark green, brown, and tan or cream dunks is what colorway i would give it like it was so eerie the town the way it was the temperature the the weather was so gray all the time and just it was just like weird shit going on in the town and i just love how it was narrated it was a great show i loved it um coming in at number two don't lie you know you watch this ghost rider okay Ghost Rider, when that little circle come in the screen. What's going on? What's going on? That was my show. I love Ghost Rider, okay? My brothers used to be mad I got the remote and watch that shit. But Ghost Rider, that was my show. Last, coming in at number one, but not least of what I used to watch, Swamp Thing. Most people have no recollection of this motherfucking show right here. But Swamp Thing was a show, and I used to watch it, and I enjoyed it, because I always wanted to know how the fuck this man ended up in the swamp, and why he was so cool with all this shit on him. But those were like my 20 um, favorite shows as a kid, 
And I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed the table topics because I met all that shit. And um, yeah, don't forget to support your girl. This was a real fun episode. You can find me at shambypodden.com. Shambypodden on IG, TikTok, Twitter. And she gets the pod on stereo. I'm out, okay? Because my whole childhood of shows was way better than yours. Because mine is bigger than yours. (laughs)